Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, this is going to be a good one today. I'm looking forward to welcoming two great guests to our show in just a moment, but I want to remind you that if you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, I've found that Renaissance Bank is that kind of bank. And if that's what you're looking for for your business, my suggestion is go to renaissancebank.com, find their local office, and give them a call. And guess what? You'll be able to make an appointment with a real person. Imagine that. So if that's what you're looking for in a bank, uh, give them a try, and I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Kyle Schmidt and Jacob May. And Kyle and Jacob are with BIP Wealth. Kyle, Jacob, welcome. Hey, John. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Hey. Thanks for having us, John. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to have both of you. So uh, let's give everyone an introduction to BIP Wealth. How are you serving the market out there? Yeah, sure. That's a great question. So, uh, our, our wealth management firm, uh, is essentially, uh, uh, managing the financial needs and the complexities of folks, um, out there, you know, managing their lives every day. And, uh, our, our little niche division, uh, that Jacob and I, um, uh, what we do every day is we're essentially working with baseball players and their families, whether that's ball players going through, uh, the MLB draft or guys going through the minor league baseball, to try to achieve and reach their dreams of being a big league ball player. And then also guys that are already in the big leagues that have contracts or, you know, living their dreams. And then, uh, on the other side of that table, guys on the, uh, that have, uh, uh gone on to the retirement phase and are in that next phase of life. That's yeah, I know. I think Kyle put that perfectly. So, you know, we're, we're all former ball players and we love to, you know, do what we can and impact those lives. That's terrific. Now you've, Let's talk about uh, BIP Wealth. Uh, maybe how long you've had this baseball division, and and why? You know why baseball yeah, so. versus any other sport or any other uh, occupation? Yeah, great question. So, uh, BIP Wealth was founded back in two thousand seven uh, by uh, Bill Harris and Mark Buffington, and they kind of brought together a unique idea where they were trying to combine uh, the wealth management services that families are looking for uh, with uh, access to private investments through the venture capital space, which is where Mark Buffington kind of made his um, career out out in California. They're Mm -hmm. both former Georgia Tech ballplayers. And so, uh, you know, as the firm grew and was successful over the years, uh, just by being, you know, uh, former ballplayers, being, you know, uh, around Georgia Tech and knowing folks, uh, they've been able to have baseball players as part of their practice, um, you know, for about a dozen years now. And so, um, you know, as time has morphed and uh, gone on and they've continued to build the firm and uh, more ball players came on to, you know, be a part of our family and help have us uh, serve them. Uh, in 2017, we officially put together the baseball division and uh, put together a team to serve these ball players and their families every day where, you know, Jacob and I's only job is to wake up in the morning uh, and take care of our guys on the baseball side. So, 
You know, um, you know, other advisors, the firm work with a lot of other folks, whether it's business owners, executive doctors, law firm. Uh, but, you know, we get to have the privilege of coming and serving these baseball guys every day. Um, you know, I'll let Jacob mention, you know, kind of his his background a little bit. But, you know, I was a foreign ball player, played baseball at Georgia Tech, played, played baseball professionally for five years with the Orioles. Hmm. And um, needless to say, we've all heard kind of the, the, the reasons why uh, ball players go broke and all the different, uh, you know, good things that come from the wealth that's created from baseball and the bad. So, uh, but that's, you know, kind of a little bit of backstory about how we got founded and what we're doing today. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, no. Um, again, I think Kyle's done did a great job of ex- explaining our team and, um, in particular, our relationship with the baseball side. Um, like you said, we're all former ball players. I was fortunate enough. Um, I grew up in a family of ball players. So, grandfather was a major leaguer, Lee May. Um, my uncle, Uncle uh, Carlos May, he was a, a former major leaguer, and my dad, a first rounder with the Mets, Lee May Jr. So, around the game, my entire life, and. Um, Went on to play at Coastal Carolina and was fortunate enough to get drafted for the second time, the first time out of high school by the Reds. And the, and the second and the second time was out of Coastal Carolina with the Chicago White Sox in the third round. So um, able to play professionally, made it to the big leagues in 2017, um, but um, quickly was out of the game in 2018. So, you know, personal experience, um, you know, going through the financial ups and downs of the minor leagues, making it to the majors and the wealth that you can accumulate there and then being out of the game. Um, are all very unique things that I don't think um, just the ordinary person kind of gets a chance to go through. So um, there's definitely an opportunity there that um, our team understands and um, was able to kind of create um, to, to service these families. Yeah, Jacob was a speed demon when he played, so he, he was able to cover some uh, ground pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing I could do was run. Not yeah. anymore. I gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so, I'm I'm curious from both of you. I mean, a lot of different things you could have done coming out of baseball. I mean, the the network you develop has got to be valuable. Um, why wealth management, and specifically why BIP wealth? Because I would think you guys would have a lot of different wealth management firms that would be interested in having you on board. Hey, Jacob, why don't you take that one first? I'll jump in afterward. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, BIP, I, I actually developed a relationship with BIP Wealth as a player. Um, so, you know, Jim Poole, um, kind of the heart and soul of our of our team, uh, former big leaguer himself, uh, I created a relationship with him at a rookie development camp in D.C. as a player. Um, and, you know, organically kind of started to learn about who BIP Wealth was and um, the, the nature that they serve their players. Um, and after the game, I continue to keep that relationship open with Jim. Uh, and believed in what they do for, for players. And um, from there, it was just became an, um, a waiting game to wait for that right opportunity that made sense for BIP to add to the team and that I was able to do so. Um, from the wealth management side, I think it's just something that I've um, naturally started to gravitate towards, again, as I you know, became into the, my own finances and understanding um, the importance of wealth and accumulating wealth and, um, you know, protecting your wealth as well. So I think it, it was a natural fit when I did get the opportunity to join VIP. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been blessed to have Jacob as a part of our team, helping us take care of our guys uh, for a little while now. And I think, you know, my story, you know, is very similar, uh, you know, coming up, uh, playing baseball, being around all these guys that had a significant amount of money at a very young age and had some teammates that did very well with that. 
they had the right team in place. They had the right family, the right agent, the right uh, people around them. So that way they could be good stewards of the money and the wealth that they created. And I was also with some guys that just didn't. Uh, we've all seen the stories. We've all heard the documentaries. We've seen the news articles. It's tough to get a substantial amount of money at a young age and be able to take care of you and your family for the rest of your life on that. Uh, most people, it takes decades to make the kind of money that these athletes make in a single year if they even have that ability. And so when baseball was all said and done and I had to grow up and become an adult and kind of shift to the next phase, um, you know, that wealth management aspect was really, uh, uh, it was really calling me. I wanted to make sure that I could work with these families, make sure that the money that these people made had a good impact for them and their future. And, um, so I've been doing that for about a dozen years now, since I got out of baseball, hmm. uh, with the last four plus with BIP. Um, and you know, the reason why BIP, that's a great question. Um, you know, I've known Bill Harris and, uh, Randy Carroll, the chairman, uh, you know, Jim Poole and uh, these guys for many years, I've seen how they operated and seen what they've done to building out the firm. Um, you know, some of the families I've worked with in the past, uh, a lot of the ways that we worked with them from that generational planning is a lot of what BIP is doing. They take a lot of complex issues and simplify them for their clients and, um, you know, have that unique aspect of being able to put together private investments with that uh, for folks that are looking for that. And it's all done, you know, by design, by figuring out what the families need, what kind of goals they have, what kind of things are they concerned about? And then from there, they develop a financial plan for that. And so, um, you know, it just really hit home on, you know, how I wanted to work with families and then, you know, having the ability to go ahead and come here every day on the baseball side, you know, I've done that my entire life, uh, you know, being able to work with these young guys and, you know, these older guys and as they, you know, develop families and get married and go through that entire process it's an absolute blast. So, so I love it. And, uh, being able to do that every day, I'm just absolutely blessed to do it with such a great team. We've got a great, good group out here. Uh, our other colleague, John Hester's out in Arizona and Scottsdale. So he's handling things out in the West coast. And he's another, you know, a uh, uh, former client of ours who, you know, you know when baseball was all of a sudden done, eventually became an advisor as well. So it's, it's, it's fun. That's terrific folks. We're here chatting with Kyle Schmidt and Jacob may, and they are with BIP wealth. So I'm, I'm interested in maybe what's different about baseball, if anything, um, relative to other sports. So, I mean, obviously professional sports athletes in it's varies by degree, of course, and by sport, but a lot of them come into a lot of money early on in their careers. What makes baseball different or how, how, how do you see that? Yeah, I mean, I'd say, you know, uh, there's a lot of similarities and a, and a handful of differences between the sports. I mean, at the end of the day, you're really talking about uh, young, phenomenally, you know, got, uh, talented athletes uh, that are uh, uh, able to make a substantial amount of money at a young age. And when their career is all said and done, if they had a long career, you know, barring, barring Tom Brady at 45, <laughs> um, you know, these guys are done at 35, you know, sometime in their 30s, right? Mm-hmm. And so now they've got to figure out what that next phase of life looks like. Do they have enough money to go ahead and meet their needs for the rest of their life? Do they need to go out and work? Do they want to go out and work? And so all these things kind of factor into it. But I think, you know, more specifically on the baseball side, there's a lot of unique things that happen on the baseball field. There's a lot of unique things that happen off of it. Uh, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are well aware of the uh, uh, collective bargaining agreement negotiations that are going on right now with the owners sure. locking the players out. 
Um, you know, the players have a lot of unique benefits and uh, uh, that are part of those CBA agreements that they've negotiated for for decades, uh, you know, from the union representation side against the owners and uh, put these you know, young ball players and families in a great position to live uh, a unique life. And that didn't come by happenstance. And so, um, you know, so I think, you know, from our perspective, that ability to go ahead and take care of a family, take every young man that might have been 18 or 21 signing out of the draft, putting them in a good position to go ahead and build a financial foundation so that way they make, you know, consistently the right decisions as they go throughout life is huge. And just put them in a place where, you know, that financial concern that most people go through and even athletes go through is kind of taken off their shoulders because they've got a good team around them uh, every step of the way. So. Jacob, what do you what are, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the uniqueness of baseball? Yeah, definitely. The, the one thing that sticks out to me from the baseball side of it is the minor leagues, right? You know, you get drafted into the NFL or the NBA, and um, right away, you know, I'm not exactly sure how they get paid um, when you're in off season, but the checks are uh, a lot larger than you know when you were a college athlete not making any money. Um, in the in the major leagues, you might get a signing bonus if you're fortunate enough. That's um, fairly large, but from there, you're going to the minor leagues. I mean, it's very rare, if at all, that you're not going to spend some time in the minor leagues. And the uh, income gap there in the minors versus the major leagues is quite substantial. So um, having a team behind you to kind of help you understand the impact of the signing bonus, how how is that um, going to look for the player throughout the season in the minor leagues, throughout his career in the minor leagues, is that going to be three, four, five years? Um, and making sure that that wealth um, sustains itself and then – I, ideally they make it to the major leagues and have their dream come true and um, have a, you know, successful career in the major leagues. But um, to make sure that we protect that signing bonus is uh, important um, in the minor leagues um, can be unpredictable. And again, the income is a little bit, uh, there's a big difference there. Um, so we, we, and we've all been through that, you know, Kyle, myself, Jim and John have all been minor leaguers. Um, some of us have been fortunate enough to be in the big leagues for years, some for a couple months like myself. Um, so we understand the journey they're on. Um, so I think that's um, extremely important. Yeah, well, John, and it's, it's funny you mentioned uh, uh, that we've had a bunch of you know parents thank us over the years, uh, you know, helping their kids go through this process. Right? I say kids; they're all young men. Sure. Um, but you know, us having the ability to understand what they're going through when they you know head out to spring training for the first time, and uh, they're not getting paid during spring training. The team's providing some housing in a hotel uh, and a couple meals a day. And then when they break camp and go start their first, you know, pro full season, uh, for example, as many of our guys are getting ready to go on to, you know, we understand what it looks like to go through the housing process and try to figure out where housing is going to be, you know, what the good uh, host families may be and just kind of get underway with that. Uh, it, it's something that, uh, you know, a lot of folks really appreciate just by us having been in their shoes a little while ago. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned, uh, I guess, trying to talk young athletes into saving, um, I can imagine that that's a, even though you have experience and you've, you've lived this life, uh, that can be a difficult conversation sometimes, particularly after someone's, you know, they, they've sacrificed for years. Right. And, and when that payday comes, they want to enjoy that. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, usually the first, uh, 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 thing is the, you know, they want to go out buy buy a truck. It's, it's typically the truck, uh, right, Jacob? <laughs> Yeah, go Raptor. <laughs> there you go. So they get excited. They've been working hard, and John, you hit the, hit the nail on the head. It's uh, they've been working hard for years. They've mm-hmm. been sacrificing. They've been grinding away, 
And, you know, if they sign in the draft, right, that's that first real opportunity where they've now become a professional and they've got a, you know, a, a solid amount of money to go ahead and kickstart them in their life. And the savings aspect is huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but that's just one of the reasons why, you know, we really want to go ahead and instill some good sound financial principles so they can start doing the right thing. Um, you know, they should go out and have a little fun. They should go out and buy themselves a little something. You know, there's a, a balance in life that we're all trying to go ahead and buy by is, you know, setting money, setting time, setting stuff aside for the future, but also enjoying the gift that God's given us today and, and, and utilizing that. And, um, you know, so that's something we're always trying to strike a fine line with our guys. At. But when we're able to have a discussion with them, we're able to show them, hey, this thing, this, this amount of money, this thing that happened when you were 18 or 21, here's how it can change your life. And we'll go through a modeling process. We'll show them some, some you know, nice looking graphs and go through the detail on what that means and show them the effects of compounding and growth and having that money, uh, uh, you know, be at work and the, and the stock markets are on the private side and letting that money grow. They start to get it and they start to look at that. They start to nod and, you know, they have buy-in because at the end of the day, this is their wealth and they, they are accountable for that. If they want to go ahead and have the life that they are able to, that few are able to, um, this is one area where they get really diligent on and, you know, most of the guys we work with are all very good with that. You know, they're all very uh, aware of that. One of our um, longest, uh, um, one of our clients who's been here the longest, uh, you know, he's a, you know, been in the big leagues for a while. Uh, he was driving the same old, you know, uh, pickup truck for over a decade going through the big leagues and, you know, didn't phase him, didn't care, wasn't a concern. And he just knew, hey, I'm going I'm to save over here. I, I didn't need anything big and flashy. And so, uh, you know, he eventually got a nice truck, but, it was neat to see him kind of go through that over the years and just wasn't a concern for him. Other guys, it's kind of a little bit of an identity, so it's everything in between, but uh, it's good to go ahead and help him out. Sure. He bought that truck out of investment earnings that you'd helped him make, I guess, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whether it came from the investment earnings or the big contract and everything else. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he, he more than earned it, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm curious about uh, one particular thing. I know you work with young players that are going through the draft, but now, you know, we've got a totally new phenomenon here called name image and likeness for college players. Are you starting to delve into working with players earlier now, now that they have the opportunity to earn? And I know we're early on in that and and it's going to play out however it plays out, but what, what are you doing in that regard? Yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, so yeah, it, it it is a part of what we're doing. You know, we've got some ball players that are going through that in the collegiate side right now. That you know, if you know, we were with them in, in high school, we were part of their financial team, and you know, the, for a variety of reasons, they decided they wanted to go ahead and start uh, playing co- uh, their collegiate career versus going on to pro ball. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, some of our guys have signed on to some of these name, image, and likeness deals. And we're not, our job isn't to facilitate the, uh, the deal, facilitate the agreement or anything like that. But what we do is we've come in and said, okay, how do we, how do we put you in a position with these, this money coming in that you're earning from some of these endorsements to give you a nice starting point? Um, you know, the baseball stuff probably won't be as lucrative as some of the, the you know, uh, basketball, the football uh, deals that are being done, but it's still a position where these guys can be in where, you know, they can really uh, get a head start on life, you know, put some money aside, put some money into savings, have a little fun for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they can go ahead and uh, contribute to an individual retirement account. And, you know, if you think about, it's kind of silly to think about, but putting $6,000 in that account at 20 years old, 
and letting that money grow and compound for several decades. It has a tremendous impact for these guys. And so, um, you know, it's just one way we can get involved and help them get on the right foot and start to establish that financial foundation they're looking for. You know, additionally, you know, uh, you know, go through the process of establishing their credit history and kind of building uh, a profile of what it means to be an adult and get off on that right foot. So that way they can, you know, have a head start. So, um, you know, that, 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 and NIL stuff will be interesting to see that unfold as time goes on. I'm excited for sure. Yeah, for sure. Jacob, did you want to add to that? Yeah, no, I think Kyle, um, again, he, he explained it greatly. Um, it is definitely a unique opportunity that these collegiate players have that, um, is, is going to be awesome to watch and uh, see how it all unfolds. So, um, I'm interested to see how, how it looks. Well, what I find interesting about uh, you guys and your firm is that, uh, you know, when people hear wealth management, they think, you know, big portfolios and, uh, you know, all sorts of caricatures about cigars and whatever, right? But you're, I mean, you're working with young people early on to get them on the right foot and, and covering basics about, uh, I guess even balancing a checkbook, right? I mean, but, but just the basics of how you handle money that a lot of uh, young people in general, but then certainly baseball players have never gotten that education maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, again, it's, it's what makes our team a little bit more unique um, is that, uh, and I think what I, I love to enjoy, uh, I enjoy getting the opportunity to um, be so impactful at, at a young stage of these athletes and their family and their families, you know, especially in particular with stand up to me or even the high school kids, I couldn't imagine, you know, I got drafted out of high school, but I didn't sign, but to go in you know, from high school and then into the pro world and making money. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, a lot of these kids, their world would be turned upside down. Um, and we're that voice that's been there um, and been through the process that can help them establish the very important um, foundational um, phases of their, of their wealth. Um, so I enjoy the, the, the youthfulness of it. Um, I think that they're in such a exciting phase of their life. Um, sometimes it kind of throws me back into their shoes and I uh, live vicariously through them as they go throughout the minor leagues and, um, fulfill their dreams. So, um, it's exciting to kind of see the early phases of them and, you know, them build and become more and more empowered as we continue to educate them on, um, decisions and, the impacts of decisions. Um, so I, I love that part of it. Yeah. And it's huge. I mean, it's, it's really hard, John, if you think about it, uh, you know, if you're 35, 45 years old, where you've had a couple of decades of poor financial decisions, you know, you've gotten in some bad habits, right. And it's hard to go ahead and steer that ship around. It's hard to say, you know what, today I'm going to stop spending as much money as I have for the last 20 years. You know, I'm going to start paying my bills on time. I'm going to start doing the right thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a slow moving ship to go ahead and try to course correct. But we have the opportunity to work with these young ball players as they're starting out in life and help them instill some of these principles and, you know, really put them in a position where, you know, it's ripe for success. Uh, you know, they've got this team around them. They trust us. We're going through nearly every financial matter they could possibly think of. We're helping them get a, credit card established. And we've got reminders in our calendar all the time that, you know, Hey, remind Johnny to pay his credit card next week because it's going to be due. Mm-hmm. And we'll do that with those guys for a period of time. And we, you know, we'll go ahead and gradually ease off as time goes on because they start to take responsibility and ownership over that. 
but it puts them in a position where they start building these good habits. And, you know, before you know it, you know, they, they, they learn a lot more. They've got, uh, you know, they start asking better questions. You know, initially when we put together a plan for them, you know, they just kind of nod their head, they trust us and, you know, they just kind of go with it. Um, you know, their parents are there involved in that process and they just kind of, you know, uh, understand that, you know, we're the professionals, right? But the more and more they're around us and as, you know, we try to really focus on not just doing things for them, but also educating them along the way, they start asking some really great, great questions. And we have the opportunity to go ahead and have a, you know, full on discussion about what it means to make certain investments, why you should, you know, do X, Y, Z for your taxes, you know, some of the private investments that some of our guys will invest on, um, they'll ask some great questions about like, you know, who's doing the auditing, who's the CPA involved, what's the growth trajectory look like. And it's stuff that most people wouldn't think that young athletes are even, you know, capable of doing. And we get to have those conversations all the time with our guys. So it's great. And uh, just, uh, I, I just get excited coming to the office every day and helping these guys out. That's terrific. Now you mentioned, uh bad decisions that players make in terms of just, uh, you know, financially, financially related, but then there's another aspect too, right? I mean, sometimes they get, um, I guess, led down the path by folks that are maybe, um, unsavory, shall we say? Okay. Uh, is that a polite way to say it? Um, and, and really, um, uh, get players into investments they shouldn't be and, maybe the, uh, the things that sound sexy, like a restaurant, I'm, I'm just picking on restaurants folks. So don't send me emails, but you know, um, you know what I mean? I mean that, that, so how do you talk to them about that? And obviously given your history, you've developed a trust and a re- track record with your players, um, and, and those coming on as clients talk about that aspect of it, if you would. Yeah, there's certainly that component. I mean, you know, wherever you're at, right? I mean, it's not just baseball and or pro sports. Um, you know, anyone that you know has financial success, you know, it tends to be um, a tractor for you know folks that have the capability of doing nefarious things, right? Right. Um, but you know, it, it, it's it's really important that you know um, these guys understand it, and they do. They get it conceptually, right? But you know, when someone comes into your life, or you've got a family member that comes into your life, and they've got a great idea you know, maybe it is a good idea. Maybe it is worthwhile to invest in, but does it fit with what you're trying to do? You know, how much um, leeway do you give these folks? You know, do you give them access to your financials? There's a lot of questions that need to be, um, uh, there's a lot that these guys need to ask themselves. And a lot of times they're just not quite understanding of what it looks like. They don't know quite how to protect themselves and put themselves in a good position. And, you know, this is where having a good team around, it separates and puts you in a position where, you know, you're going to be successful and uh, it's huge. You know, got a, a ball player of, of ours that, you know, I came aboard, you know, over four years ago and joined the team. And, um, you know, he brought to us an outside private investment and it was very unique. And uh, a friend of his brought it to him who's actually in the industry. And, uh, you know, we took a look at the investment. We asked some questions. We, we got connected with the general partner of the firm and uh, went through the rigorous process of asking who was doing the auditing. How long have they been doing this? What's the experience look like? How much capital do they need? How much are they trying to raise? What's the, you know, all, all the normal stuff you would ask going through an investment discussion. And at the end of the day, we made the decision and said, hey, this sounds like a sound investment. Do you like it? And we had the discussion with our ball player. 
and we made the recommendation to make the investment outside of us. And so, and we took assets away from what we were managing because it fit with him and his plan. And the reason why we did so, and he was able to trust us and trust the general partner in this instance was because we went through the thorough process of going through and, and asking the tough questions and figuring out what the plan is. And not just that, but figuring out what it meant to the family at the end, end of the day. So, um, but yeah, you, you've got to watch out because there's always stuff that's popping up and sometimes it's worthwhile and sometimes it's not. And there's a lot of variables involved in there and it's going to be dependent on each player and each uh, uh, family and their own unique path. Sure. I think, I think it can be impactful as well that we are kind of a third party in a lot of ways, right? So a lot of these players, they have a hard time saying no, or they just don't want to hurt someone's feelings and things of that nature. So, you know, a lot of times, Hey, look, you know, we've looked at it um, and use us. I mean, say, Hey, my financial team, they don't think it's a good fit for me. Um, So I think sometimes it also just gives them that, that out um, to where, you know, they're, um, not the bad guy on things. It's just, hey, that's just not something that I, I can do right now. Um, my financial team said so. <laughs> so um, as a player, I know, um, and, you know, seeing other teammates, you uh, people look up to you and you don't want to hurt their feelings and things like that. So it's awesome that they kind of get to use us in a lot of ways when there is something that just doesn't make sense for their current plan. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, reminds me of a, uh... Uh, one of our guys that gave us a call one day, John, you'll appreciate this. He gave us a call and uh, he's out in California playing and uh, he was a young ball player after the year prior for a substantial amount of money. And, uh, you know, one of his teammates just so happened to have a, uh, a big old necklace that he was selling at a huge discount, of course. Uh, and it was going to cost, you know, uh, tens of thousands of dollars. And, uh, you know, so he was all excited asking us if we were able to go ahead and send him some money and help facilitate the transaction. So, we got him to slow down and take a little bit of a pause. And we're like, okay, you know, uh, you know, you know, why do you want this? This kind of came out of nowhere. And, you know, I started asking him some questions. He said, okay, you know, can, can he provide a receipt? You know, if he just got this necklace, can you go ahead and have someone appraise it? Can you do X, Y, Z? And then uh, sure enough, uh, you know, he, he goes back to the, his teammate and um, you know, we talked to him about a week later, kind of went quiet. And we're like, hey, you know, how'd that ever go? Did you ever, you know, go forward with that? Cause we didn't hear anything back from you and we never sent you money for it. He goes, no, no. I started asking him some questions, and he got a little squirrely, and uh, <laughs> I figured I should take you guys' opinion and realize that wasn't maybe the right deal to make. So, right. yeah, yeah, it, it's it's amazing what a few what good questions will do uh, in a conversation. But uh, we, uh, yeah, and I can see how you would. Um, uh, all your clients have to say is, Hey, just check with my advisor. If they're good with it, I'm good with it too. How about that? That's an easy way to make it happen. Right. So yeah. Takes the pressure off of saying no, right? Absolutely. You don't have to say no. Yeah. I'll just let you guys do that, uh, as appropriate. Um, well, this has been great. And I, I just, uh, delighted that we're able to share the good work that you do, um, for folks that need it. And I know there's people out there saying, what are you talking about? These guys uh, need something. Yeah, they need good help, and you provide that. So thank you for what you do. I, I would love it, though, as we kind of close here, if you could maybe share a success story. I mean, I, we're you're in the confidentiality business, so you don't have to use names, but maybe uh, an example of someone that uh, uh, you've worked with that uh, is, is, uh, illustrates the great work you do. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, all, between all the different ball players we work with and uh, the different success stories and one that kind of, you know, is a little bit more impactful. 
you know, I'll go to, you know, quite frankly, you know, one of our oldest clients, you know, he's still playing professionally right now in the big leagues, um, you know, very successful career. Uh, but, you know, here's a gentleman that's, you know, worked hard, worked tirelessly over the years. Uh, he was actually an intern for us many years ago when he was in college. Uh, he came in for the summer and sat in and went through the process and, you know, was running financial analysis, um, uh, spreadsheets and, you know, doing some of the dirty work. And, you know, over the years, you've got a baseball player who, you know, at first look, you probably wouldn't think twice that he, you know, he would have a clue, right? I mean, he just mm. looks like a, he just looks like a baseball player. Love it. Um, but, you know, here, here we've got a guy that's, you know, been around the game for a long time. He gives back to the younger generation. Um, but he's in a position financially where he lives so below his means. And he lives a good lifestyle, don't get me wrong, but he lives so below his mean, means that the type uh, of situation that he's in with his family you know, his grandkids won't have to work and, you know, uh, I'm sure they will, you know, I'm, you know, it comes from a hardworking family, him and his wife are both great. Um, you know, but he's in a position where, you know, the lifestyle that he's living compared to the wealth that he's been able to build up and the the ability for him to go ahead and share that wealth with the community, the way he gives back, not just from a financial standpoint, but from a time standpoint and from an awareness standpoint as well. Um, it's been great seeing him go from a, a young collegiate ball player that signed uh, out of college. So now, you know, he's on the, uh, you know, the, the last handful of years of his professional baseball career where he's the veteran and he's, you know, just living a great life. And uh, for us, it's been great to see him mature on and off the field. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he asks us some phenomenal questions. We go through the process and, you know, he's enabled us to put together a great plan for him. He's followed it. And, uh, you know, put himself in a situation where he's not going to have any financial stressors for the rest of his life. And he's built those good habits. He's built those uh, that, that good foundation to where he's not going to get knocked off um, if something, you know, uh, unique were to pop up. So I, I don't know if that's as clear as you're looking for, but uh, uh, he, he's good people. Yeah, that's an awesome story. Um, and and uh, as, as the old saying goes, uh, uh, your results may vary folks. So we've got to put that out there for the compliance people, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, uh, no, I appreciate you sharing that, uh, Kyle and, uh, Jacob, both of you have been terrific and thanks again for the great work you're doing. Um, for those that would like to be in touch, let's tell them how they can get to you. Yeah, sure thing. Well, you could reach out to Jacob or myself anytime. Um, our email is, um, Mine's jmay at bipwealth.com. There you That's go. J-M-A-Y at bipwealth.com. Absolutely. Mine is kschmidt at bipwealth.com, K-S-C-H-M-I-D-T at bipwealth.com. And I think folks have figured out by now intuitively that bipwealth.com is the website. So if you want to check that out, uh, feel free uh, to find out more about the great work that uh Kyle Schmidt and Jacob May are doing. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, John. Yeah, John, thanks a lot, but I appreciate it. Enjoyed it. A- absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If you're in the North Fulton area and you are tired of, and your family most specifically is tired of you like driving through the drive-thru to get dinner at night uh, and you want to do something better and be a hero at home, Go to asculinaryconcepts.com. They're in Johns Creek over on Jones Bridge Road. 
my buddy, uh, uh, Andrew Traub, he's the executive chef there and they do corporate catering and team building and, uh, big green egg boot camps, and they have all sorts of fun doing that kind of thing, but they also do let us cook for you meals, which are fantastic. Um, I started being a bigger hero at home when I brought those home. So <laughs> trust me, you'll be glad that you, uh, uh, know more about that if you'll just go to asculinaryconcepts.com and check out their menus or call 678-336-9196 and let Andrew know that uh, I sent you. And just a quick reminder as we wrap up the show, North Fulton Business Radio is a search term on all the major podcast apps. Uh, we would love it. In fact, we were asking you folks, share the show. If you've heard something here that you think would be valuable to a friend or a colleague, uh, someone needs to hear about the great work that Kyle and Jacob do, or any of our other guests, for that matter, that we've had on the show, um, please share the show because it's about celebrating the great work that they do. And that's what, why we're here at Business Radio X. It's not about me or our network. It's about our terrific guests. They do great work and they deserve to be found. So for my guests, Kyle Schmidt and Jacob May, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.